This is episode 280 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dion Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. That's not my princess's Manzano. It's, uh, I think it says Princess SSS or something like that. Yeah, I just finished, I'm not, no spoilers, just finished House of Dragon episode six. Um, we spent half the episode going, huh? Are we watching the same show? All right. I mean, hmm, never mind. <laughs> Will, total Juno eclipse of the heart. Pegwood. Uh, I don't watch any of those dragons or the the rings shows, so I don't I don't understand any of the references that Marcel's trying to say here. Right. <laughs> and Ryan, apparently the tri fighter wanted to be a real boy, Stanizuski. Yeah, I don't know if I like. I love the tri fighter. It just feels weird to potentially live in a world where the best version might just be an organic pilot. <laughs> it's Pinocchio. It's Droid Erasure. <laughs> All right. As for announcements and news, this upcoming weekend is the Mustafar Galactic Qualifier. It is the final, the final qualifier before we head into our finale event, the Battle of Exegol. If you want to get in on some dark side action and some bonus prizes that we're going to be giving away for the final qualifier. If you want to join one more tasty event, uh, I brought some cool stuff uh, back from Crate Cup, and it just so happens to all be Mustafar themed. So I was like, wait, let's just give this stuff away to the players playing in Mustafar, including, including this super dope map. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use it as a blanket, I think, for the episode. Is that what I do? It's promotion. Join us on Mustafar. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you should join. Head to GoldSquadronPodcast.com, get your tickets, and join us this weekend. The time zone is Western United States, so for those of you in the U.S., uh, might be a little bit easier uh, than playing in a European event. And I challenge our European brethren uh, and Australian friends and people from around the world, hey, join us. It is uh, Try to get qualified for that final uh, – this is your last chance, excuse me, to get quali for, qualified for that finale. I think it's the U.K. – uh, qualifier it might be i planned mine first they stepped yeah. on my date just saying yeah all the good players are going to be playing your uh the galaxies anyway a bunch of scrubs in in the uk qualifier <laughs> i don't even think you could call it a qualifier they're just they're just playing like legacy aren't they right is that what they're doing oh will's like don't stoke those fires do y'all you... <laughs> walk away <laughs> Wait, there's a wait, there's an official qualifier that's no. not playing two point five? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no, no he's just stirring trouble. He's just stirring trouble here now. Well, too soon. <laughs> too right. soon. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Anyway. Anyway. Um 
Today, we are talking about the exciting news of the day. Hot Shots and Aces 2 spoilers have arrived as Modi dropped it on their store. We know the the estimated or hopeful date that they have for release. And also, we got to see a bunch of cards and including some speculation and things that we're going to be looking at. Because I know when I enhanced my scroll wheel there's a couple of things I noticed that were interesting, I found interesting, that I want to talk about. As for a release date, uh, currently on their website, if you head over to shopasmodi.com, you will see the date of November 25th posted. November 25th. That is, if I'm not mistaken, that's Black Friday is uh, what what it's at least called in the United States. It's the day after Thanksgiving shopping. And uh, hey, I, normally on those days, I don't have anything to go get. I'll, I'll, I'll head out. I'll head out to go get me some uh, hot shots and aces. My baby will have just been born. I'll be like, honey, I'll be, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get some milk and some hot shots and aces. You okay? I, I can do both. Go grocery shopping, little little dabbling at the game store, and come back. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I think that people want us to jump jump into it. But before we do that, thank you to our patrons. You're the reason why we have this show and why we were able to travel to so many places during the 2022 season. We still got a couple more trips to go, um, but it's been it's been good. Thank you to everybody who has and continues to support us. All right. Let's do it, boys. Hot shots and aces. So, um, Ryan, can you just kind of give me, for, for a player that isn't familiar with hot shots and aces one, what's the point of this box? So the idea of this box is to provide you more pilots for the ships that have already been released for the game. More pilots is in new pilots. So... We saw in the past some uh, early, early spoilers for this. There was going to be a there's going to be a resistance Poe Dameron scavenged YT thirteen hundred because he flies the Falcon in Episode Nine. So AMG wanted to provide you with that experience in the game of X Wing, and for this pack, it's going to be across every single faction. The first pack, it did it did not provide anything for the prequel factions. Um, it comes with the cardboard. Uh, look at the back here. It's come with the necessary dials. Four punch sheets, one insert. It only comes with dials. It came with dials in the first one because they gave you new pilots for a ship in a faction that it didn't exist yet. Yeah, but I, I don't think we have any of that happening this time. So it's just meant to add on to the experience of the ships you already have add some spice and some pilots that may not have even existed in the game before as we're going to see too or at least not existed in the second edition of the game before at all and may have come been brought back from the depths of first edition <laughs> all right well let's go ahead and uh and start taking a look here we're going to move our screen around to make sure that we get uh everything we need enhance 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 we're gonna go one pilot at a time and um let's see we'll go with marcel first we got Adi galia the shooting star in initiative five delta seven all right, also known as the Grand Inquisigia, is while you defend at attack range one, you may blankety blank 
spend a force charge if you do, the attacker cannot apply a range bonus. While you perform an attack against a defender at attack range three, you may spend the force charge. Um, we're assuming blah, blah, blah. The defender cannot apply the range bonus. Uh, essentially, it's base. Is, is it in any way different than in Grand Inquisitor? Mm, why you defend a range one? Range bonus. You deny the attacker's extra. No, extra. I well, it's more I like click than Grand Inquisitor. Well, how is it? Oh, because Grand. No, because Grand Grand gets his range one bonus at range three. Oh, this okay, is like click it. denying so the green click. defense. Got it. Yeah, so, this is Jedi click. Is what I'm looking at. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it did show up in the back of the box twice, which means that this will be available in a uh, Delta B and at part, well, in the 7B and the Delta 7B or whatever the differences are. 7 and 7B. 7 Thank and 7B, you. yeah. So I like it a lot with the three attack dice. The three attack dice, uh, basically saying, you know, three attack dice, you, uh, my... my Three dice gun now turns into a concussion missile or something like that. You know, just denying range bonuses. Mm -hmm. and that's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. As for um, just a, a quick a quick lore check, if you don't know who this character is in Star Wars, maybe that is a, a bit of a... Uh, there's a picture of her. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, she was a Jedi Master. For a quick note from Wikipedia, a Force-sensitive Thalothian female was a Jedi Master and member of the High Jedi Council during the last years of the Republic. Yeah, Initiative Five. I think that's the biggest thing, right? It's uh, you get another Initiative Five, double repositioning Jedi. Uh, my guess is probably going to be sitting at like two Force points. Um, so you've got uh, quite a number of them now. You got Plo Kloon, this Obi Wan, Ayala. Is Ayala is also a five, I think. Uh, so you got a couple. You you you've got enough to build a nice four ship I five Jedi squad now. If they fit. <laughs> that that's the uh, that's the kicker, right? Whether whether it fits or not. Do you guys have a what, what's your what's your guess for? I mean, it probably end up fitting at with the sevens, not the seven Bs. Maybe. What do you mean? You said I five squad like they oh, wouldn't yeah, yeah. The, uh, as well, sevens they would fit. What are they now? I mean, how much do they? I mean, this got to be priced like plow. So all the I five and higher sevens for now are five points because that includes yeah plow coon. Uh, and Obi are five. Anakin is six. So I would and guess Adi probably is five as well. And Ayala is five in, also. In the Ada, yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. So you Obi one and Shock, not Shakti, and Ayala are five. Yeah. So I mean, it sounds like you, if it's costed in the same range, you can fly four I five Jedi's. That's that's fun. I mean, I I kind of like this paired with Click. Like you really get like a long range alpha strike going. Uh, you can uh, defend against two range one shots on a single mm -hmm. ship. Gives that Republic just a little bit more staying power, right? Because that's the big reason why 
why uh, people like click in a in a squad is just being able to protect. Mm-hmm. Sure, he yeah. does like the role of like Kanan, basically. Yep. But in this one, since it is only on yourself, not unlike click that you're protect. You know, it's a support ship. This is by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, is this one of the ships that you think is worth spending the extra points to get that three die gun? Because two uh, yeah, because you you're still kind of eh. yeah, because you have the better defense at range uh, one still at range one. So, you're protecting yourself. Um, yeah, like you you only limit them like maybe going one dice over your green dice. Now, granted, at this point, all I five or higher seven Bs are seven points, mm. including Anakin, who is the bargain piece right now at I six that is not higher cost than the I fives <laughs> for some reason. Value. Value. Maybe maybe we should come I, in. I maybe think, we should be the first six. Who knows? I think it would be interesting with um with Adi if you put it her in a squad with Click, is she's actually more free to flex out and be the the threatening higher initiative flanker while Click protects the other ships. So there's more ships in the entire squad that your opponent just has has to go, Well, I need to attack that more than once to do the real damage I'm looking for. At least at the range one bonus. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's keep it rolling. For the first order, we have Agent Tierney. If you're not familiar with this character, it is from Star Wars Resistance. Here's a quick picture of her if you are watching live. As for what is she known for, a quick uh, Wikipedia reading here. Tyranny was a human female who served as an agent in the First Order Security Bureau during the conflict between the First Order and the Resistance. She was sent to the Colossus to investigate Resistance activities. Alright. Will, what, what do we got here? I know there's not much. I'll give, I'll give you the next one too. <laughs> All right. I was going to say. Uh, yeah. anyways, initiative so three. That's what we know. We, it is an initiative three size shuttle. Uh, a persuasive recruiter uh, says, uh, set up. After placing forces, you must assign the broken trust condition to an enemy ship. Uh, so what, uh, what did you... Uh, read about this character. What do you know about this character uh, that they're breaking trust with yeah, the enemies? So, so in uh, in Resistance, she got one of Kaz's friends, Tam, to defect to the First Order. Like oh. she she be like Tam ended up. She was like she's like Kaz, you're a jerk. I'm I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm joining the First yeah. Order. She regrets it wow. later, but. Uh, she was the driving force you know, to get Tam to join uh, um, and also one of their other friends that is already in uh, in the game that I don't remember his name uh, I hope it, I hope you can shoot the ship's guns uh, <laughs> uh, from uh, with the broken trust condition probably instead of your own Ryan not as an extra like bonus attack or something but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more so thinking so it's not like a complete like you've been recruited like i don't that's one thing i think x-wing will not do is just completely flip an opponent's ship on to the well, i wouldn't steal the ship just you know shoot their but guns or whatever broken trust uh, i'm gonna guess stuff that would ruin like helping out friendly ships or passing tokens or things like that where like 
oh, I don't trust you as much anymore. I'm not going to share things with you, or you're not going to share things with me. We anything friendly, no work anymore. I don't know. They'll word it much more oh. like clearly. <laughs> that's my guess. Oh, you're not. You're like, no longer considered allied or friendly. That would Ooh. be a good one. Like you, you, you're no longer friendly to your own ships. Yeah. So, so can't be coordinated. Any abilities that reference friendly ship cannot take advantage of. Like in in Republic, sure. you can't use fire convergence anymore. So, uh, but so or, throw that on cannon. Yeah, throw it on cannon. Oh, dirty. Yeah. What if you just put it on a hawk in the Republic? Yeah. No, yeah. no fire convergence, no, no seven three. You, or, sorry, on, any, that's what I mean on on the lat. Yeah, you would make a Hera A wing really sad. <laughs> yeah, that would be just wow. shutting it down. No, <laughs> that would be the first one of. The, if that is how this works, all of a sudden this becomes like a real threat. Normally, a side shuttle on the board, you're like, ah, eh, I'll deal with it later. Th sure. That would be a problem. I mean, it would probably have to have some other like smaller ability, like you get like a focus modifier against it or something like that, uh, just in case like they didn't bring one of those abilities. True, true, true. All right, the next one I think probably one one of the like maybe top three, right here. Will who is it? Who's back? All right, all right. This is Koran Horn, Rogue Nine in an uh, X-wing. Yes, he is an I five X-wing. Abadion, should I be reading this ability or the other ability? So oh. he, he's okay. So this is this is the reason why. If you go super enhance into the back, the picture of the back of the box, Corin Horn has a completely different ability here because he has something to do with the force. Now we do see a force. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On his card now, in Legends, Corin is force sensitive. So the question is, he could still have a force in this version of him. He could still have a force. Just his, if it's one, his just ability doesn't trigger off of it. Maybe. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm gonna throw I a wild, a wild guess on this one. All right. Okay. The one on the back is correct. The one we're seeing right now is actually for Wes Jansen. Oh. Mm -hmm. And they, they I have a, That's my guess. I have a, a an even wilder theory that just just what's covered up. Oh, let me read this ability. Let's let's start there. Uh, right. This printed ability does say, after you you declare the defender of an attack, Cornhorn is attacking. If you have a lock on the defender, Cornhorn has lock. A friendly ship to Coran may transfer their lock token from you, Coran, to the defender. So Luke has me Luke has Coran locked. Coran shoots somebody he has locked. Luke moves his lock over to uh, Darth Vader, uh, who Coran attacked. But my wild speculation is that hidden underneath of this card, it will say, uh, at some point, flip this card over. Oh, spicy. A double-sided yeah. pilot mm -hmm. card? Yeah, maybe somebody dies. Like, when a friendly ship at range one dies, flip this card over. Something like that. That'd be... 
Is that too crazy? That is, That's not too crazy. Is there a Legends-like thing that triggers him using the Force at some point in the well, he, story? I mean, he's trained by Luke at some point, whenever Luke makes the Academy. Hmm. Um, I, I do know, uh, and this is not not from my own knowledge. I've been seeing people talk about it, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, that's neat. This ability does um, mirror something that happens in the Rogue Squadron's book where the basically the Rebels were unable to, to uh, target an enemy – uh, it wasn't a capital ship, but it was a a, a, a big ship. For some reason, they're being jammed or some something. And essentially, he's like, hey, guys, lock on me. I'm going in. And they fired the torpedoes at Corrin. He, like, got out of the way. And uh, the, the, the torps hit home where they needed to be. So oh, this sounds uh, way more thematic then. Yeah, this is Yeah, cool. it sounds pretty, pretty thematic. So, um, yeah. That we'll have to see. I mean, I know I wouldn't be surprised if he's got a got a force point in there, or at least by it being on the back of the box, he at least did at some point, right? Maybe. And now this is this is I, I want I want to move on to the next one because oh no, it wasn't here. You know what? I'm I'm jumping I'm jumping ship. Where is it at? Aha, right here. Okay. Now we're we're gonna we're jumping all the way to Volden Das. Now I'm gonna let Ryan take a look at this one because I know he loves his his tri fighters. But here's the thing: I am like I am something about the way this card is printed seems like it the text on the card it's was the font was changed it? in post. This is not their original file. Like, they're like, oh, crap, this is wrong. We have to fix it. So, it wouldn't be surprising if, you know, this back of the box is either an old file or and, and or we're getting the newest, uh, most updated version of Corn Horn in this spread if they went and double-checked it at the end. So yeah, that, that is a much more uh, legible or re readable spread to be able to mm -hmm. infer an ability versus the back of the box tiny text with a little bit of force charge that you could see. So that's right. So we'll, we'll, I just wanted to get, take a peek there at the tri fighter. We'll get to it so we don't get lost here. But I, okay. that's that's my that's my speculation. Either way, corn horn looks cool. Looks cool. Passing passing some stuff around gives gives it's that classic rebel synergy, right? It's just in a in another in another way in an X-wing form. Less agent tyrannies on the board. Oh yeah. I mean, imagine like Hera, because Hera. I'm thinking about with Aaron Kraken. No, I was thinking Hera with Hera at initiative six target locks when Corrin take a focus when he's gonna attack he takes the lock, and then when somebody else is gonna attack they or when Corrin attacks he gives the lock to everybody else. So Hera's one lock can turn into a lock for everyone else. If everyone locks Corrin in round turn one, and Hera locks and passes it to Corrin during attack. Well, the timing on Corrin won't, won't work with that. Why not? Corrin says, after you declare the defender of an attack, oh, Hera's yeah, only right. during the modify step. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm thinking of Aaron Kraken shoots, gives Corrin a target lock, and then Corrin... 
now has target lock focus and then give us his lock to Luke, who now has target lock focus as that, well. That is some straight up rebel, rebel just. And, and, and then you got what? Well, you got Garvin in the list too? Recite. You're like, hey, here's some focuses while yeah. you're at it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right, let's keep it going here. Kit Fisto, that is your green Jedi extraordinaire. All right, I was a little upset when he didn't show up in X-Wing uh, initially when the uh, the Republic uh, showed up, but he appears. If you don't remember what Kit Fisto looks like, he is a green Jedi with uh, – what's the what's – What's the He's Star Wars? What's the Star Wars term for for the little head tails? Uh, I know for um, for Twi'leks, it's it's Lekus. Lekus. I'm not sure if it's the same thing, but but yeah. So that guy. Uh, but here, Kid Fisto. Oh, I I don't think you're sharing the correct image for the live audience. They're showing a Kid Fisto. It just kept showing the card image, not the actual image of Kit Fisto. If oh. Shown it. Did I fail? I he failed. has one of the most notorious smiles in Star Wars. He does. He does. He, does. <laughs> he helps out C-3PO and smiles and runs off to slice up some more droids. Right there. <laughs> Cheese. First image smile. <laughs> yep. All right, so Kid Fisto, he is in the Ada 2 uh, Jedi Starfighter. He is the enthusiastic exemplar. You gotta love, you gotta love that. They're they're leaning into the 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 the, the smile there for sure. Initiative four. While another friendly ship defends, if the attacker is in its, meaning the friendly ship that is defending, bullseye, you may spend one force to change the defender's blank results, one of the defender's blank results, to a hit result. It's kind of like a – it reminds me a little bit of Luminara, but a different – a, a different way around it because you're messing with the defense dice rather than the enemy ship's attack dice. I mean, don't look too much farther off the same chassis. Ayla's secure ability is almost exactly the same. While an enemy ship in your front arc, so in Ayla's front arc, so if you can line up Ayla's front arc and another defender bullseye with Kit Fisto, that ship can turn two blanks into, a, into eyeballs. Hey, who needs heroic when you got the Jedi just helping you out, right? Yeah. Granted, we had been a while since we've seen Ada's feel viable, so mm -hmm. we'll have to see how Kit Fisto rolls out. And maybe Kit's more used than Ayla, or less. I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll see what ends up happening there. Let's keep it going, Ryan. You got Sicko in the lat. Uh, I'm just curious to read the, the flavor text. CT112754 There's slash and there's slash 549? There is. It's co-pilot maybe? I don't know. Anyway, so I2 uh, lat. Everything looks the same besides its specific ability. After you execute a basic maneuver, you may assign the sickening, I assume maneuver, condition to yourself. 
So without knowing what that does, it's ex I don't know. Does it fly like an HMP? Because it is a gunship. It could start doing some side slipping, um, which would be cool. And I too, you're pretty. You know, likely where you're going, things won't be in your way. Um, what about uh, something like a K turn? Uh, flip 180 maybe, degrees. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, the, the lats are not good at turning around. Maybe Sicko's the only one that can. So, uh, a quick here. Here's a quick entry here from Wikipedia. Uh, Sicko was the only casualty sustained by the Republic during the mission. Uh, during a mission when his craft was fired upon and sent spinning into interstellar void by a civilian freighter, the Nova Crystal. Um, so the only ooh, casualty. Stop and rotate. So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It was like rotate 90 degrees somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I don't know. Yeah. That's something Stop. like that. <laughs> Stop well, rolling mean, it, dice, it, and depending on how it has how a whole oh, yeah, which way you're going. For it. I, I I feel like it's either a condition that can be passed along to other friends, which is why it needs to be him first, and then something else. Or there's got to be more than just that. Otherwise, it would just say that instead of actually having yeah, a condition, right? Like what? So is, if, I mean, if, if it's assigned to itself. Then it, it's either a whole lot of text that they can't fit on the card. Uh, that's my guess. That act, or it's something that can be passed along to friends. I mean, fire conversions takes up like 60% of their ability square. <laughs> so, I mean, once you get to that fourth line of text, like, you're going to have to start making some sacrifices. All right, let's keep it going. A return now, another return of a ship that we uh, we had in first edition. Different ability, though. Different ability. Take it, Marcel. So you got Juno Eclipse, um, Coral Lag's finest. After you perform an action, you may perform a red boost action. Um... Yeah, so it's basically just a link to a boost, and it—it's. I mean, I, I guess it's okay. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's nice. Free boosts are nice, but um, usually, maybe target lock boost into range or something like that. It's an initiative five. It's an initiative five. Um, uh, tie advanced X one just for anybody who's who's not looking at the picture. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. tie advanced X one. I mean, yeah, I guess you can barrel. I mean, lock boost. lock boost into range one seems pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or barrel boost at I five out of range into range or something like that. I mean, there's there's things you can do with it. It's um, is it going to be better than Marik Steel? Uh, that, that I mean, that's really who it would be competing with right i5 yeah. x1 boosting's a pretty good trick though i mean will uh as someone who i think in here has flown the most x1 as a chassis um mm -hmm. and knowing that these x1s have gained the tech slot in the last revision of their loadout well just, Juno, just vader i guess but she did well, she, she did Juno. fly a prototype one as well but Juno, uh, they were all Juno kind might. of prototypes so hard to say oh I, i'm just i mean if they gave her the tech slot her value goes way up i'll say that much as i say prime thrusters seems like a really good spot 
And uh, I, yeah. I'm not surprised to see a movement ability on her. Originally, in first edition, she had an ability that allowed you to increase or decrease her maneuver when you revealed it by, by one um, speed. Uh, no, that was uh, yeah, yeah. It became uh, Bed Fossilos ability. Didn't right. It? Yep, it, and then Bed Bed Fossil became banned. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> they they wanted a way to to add some uh, some movement there and. So they added the boost, and I mean, I feel like boost is something with X1s. One of the most common upgrades that we used to see on them was afterburners, right? Slap afterburners on there. Yeah. It's I mean, it's really the only thing holding them back as a chassis right? is no boost. I mean, they got decent blues like one bank, two bank, three forward. Uh, I mean, you could uh, Cad Bane and Grievous get by on that stuff. So I think Gino could do just the same. All right, we'll see what comes of that tie X1. We'll keep it going here. Will. All right. Um, Oops. Uh, Gav Yin. Seacrest. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to say. What is it? S-Y-K-E-S something something. Sykes. All right, we'll Sykes. go with that. It might, uh, that might do it. Anyways, this is Bravo 6, an Initiative 3 Naboo Starfighter. Uh, has, of course, full throttle, uh, but the ability reads, while you defend or perform an attack, the speed of your revealed maneuver, if the speed of your revealed maneuver is greater than the enemy ships, you may reroll your blank results. Uh, it might say, I mean, it might say you, you may reroll one. No, no, it just says you may reroll your blank results, which is crazy. Uh, that mixed with the focus on defense uh, could be uh, very, very powerful. I mean, I mean, you get a free evade as well, right? So uh, the uh, defensiveness of the ship should be pretty good. Uh, though I'm not really sure, man, I don't really like the, the Naboo's only two attack. It's the only thing mm -hmm. that uh, really makes me shy away from that ship. Uh, but uh, they roll your defense dice. Just just take passive sensors and a torpedo. Then you got a four dice attack. Uh, that's true. I mean, the free you you can't go wrong with free evade and defensive modifiers, right? There like, he uh, is, Gavin Sykes, with his droid. I was wondering, Dion, did, does it say that Gavin was like a diehard wingmate of Rick Ollie? Because this just this just screams this is Rick Ollie's like wingmate, just for like I want to go fast too. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly it doesn't. We have very little information about him overall. Uh, I have one other thing I wanted to click here just to see if there's any information here. Uh, he was a lieutenant. And uh, he was Bravo 6. That's really all that we have. We know the name of his droid. R2C4 was his droid. I like how his droid came out before he ever did. R2C4 was beginning. Uh, is, that the, is that the evade? Is that yeah, the evade the one? Spend evade to turn an eyeball into a hit. Ooh, and I they, mean, that seems pretty good. Like with the uh, full throttle can give you double mods then. So if you take his little droid. This is from StarWars.com. Look at this last, uh, this last entry here, the last paragraph. It says, uh, 
uh, right here. There are rumors that Sykes uh, may have later perished inside the de the second Death Star under the call sign Gold Wing, protecting Lando Calrissian's Millennium Falcon shortly before it blasted out of the Death Star's fiery innards. Really? It must be really old then. Jeez. Yeah. I, I mean, he lived a good life. <laughs> All righty. Let's keep it going. Next, we have the dirty scoundrel himself, Hondo Onaka. I smell profits. All right. His ability is initiative one fire spray, by the way. Initiative one fire spray. More fire spray pilots because we definitely need more of those. I'm not venting. His ability is action. Choose two non-huge ships at range 0 to 3 of you that are not friendly to each other. Each chosen ship may perform an action that is on your action bar, even while stressed, in the order of your choice, and then gain one calculate token. So... Um, a couple of things that I saw people talking about with this one. People say, wait a second. Why does his ability point out non-huge ships? Let's, let's speculation time. Put, put on your speculation hat. Well, okay. you, you, they have a boost, so you probably I, I shouldn't be able to boost your... Yeah, I don't know they, took, they completely took away my fun. Yeah, that's the reason why, of course. Yeah, Wait, I mean, first of all, you got another thought? No, I mean, that's basically it because it's a huge it's ship. It's got to be it, right? Like, yeah, you give – yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little weird. But, I mean, you can boost uh, – I mean, you got your YV. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the reinforce on a couple ships could be pretty clutch. I don't know. We've seen, get it, yeah. Yeah, we've seen the success of the Mandalorian crew on Q9. So maybe apply that to ships like Dengar um, or even, say, Boba Fett, another ship who had, uh, or Bosk. Bosk could get triple reinforced then. Well, no, because you can't. Luck. You can't take an action that you already took oh that's true because yeah it is an action Boo, that's that yeah they only give you two though wait no yeah, you can I hold mean, two I mean, then and then I mean, it, it, go no that doesn't work no i was just gonna say it gives target lock to all the ships that don't have it true. um it gives boost to all the ships that don't have it and it gives reinforce to any ship so yeah Oh, I mean, man, like just... Dengar, Bosk boosting out there. But then the question is, are you willing to purchase an entire fire spray just for that? Uh, well, well, it's still a fire spray. Well, I, I mean, yeah, slap but a force crew on there. You are using your action for other ships. So you're, the, the power of the fire spray itself, like, I mean, you get, you get to kind of coordinate from the fire spray at I-1. I mean, wait, can't you... I was going to say, I guess you could choose yourself. You could. That that's really... that was, you could you choose yourself. You could calculate oh, yeah. yourself. Yes. Yes, you can. But and here's the kicker. Calculate, so you can target lock calculate. Or... You could target lock calculate, but you'd have to give lock to a, lock calculate to another ship. But they have to take the stress, though. That's what's interesting is that you could stre stress someone before their dial at I-1. 
Well, not quite. Well, no, I, not you not quite. They, they, you, you, you don't, don't get take to a stress. They I get mean, the, you, the sh- that ship gets to choose which of the fire sprays actions it wants. May perform an action that is on your action bar even while stressed. Right. Oh, they may even and, while stressed. They may. And 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 they don't wow. take a stress. Okay. It's it means basically oh. they're getting rid of the old Hondo. Like okay, I'll jam this and I'll mm, give an action to say, yeah. the stress ship. Uh, really? but it's, okay. again, it's a really good way if you have a ship that's that's stressed and you really need it to take an action just just throw in an action and you know if, if you're gonna action let's say you know a a seven or eight point ship on your end and and you're gonna toss a, an action to maybe a tie fighter or something uh, less meaningful mm-hmm. on their end you know, it, it's worth it. I mean, right? Because you still get to choose the ship, right? You still get to choose the ship within that range zero to three bubble. Uh, but mm-hmm. one thing people are like, "Oh, but if they're stressed, just pick the stressed one." You got don't miss that part where it says even while stressed. So that can give a stressed ship a focus, a boost, a lock, right. or even a reinforce if they want it. Boosting at initiative one. Nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, imagine uh, Dengar boosting before that 4K. Mm. So I'm curious. I'm curious to see how. I, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna put it on the table because this is this seems hilarious, right? It it is right up, uh, right, right, like uh, like Hondo. Like, I'm not surprised to see some type of ability like this from him. It's he... very interesting. It's, it's it's noteworthy that they specifically do not use the word coordinate in any of this text. So any ability that would work off of coordinating hmm. does not work but, together. But they could link the action though, right? If you chose like a fang sure. and they boosted, they could then focus. Yeah. And then focus clear their so like, at their initiative, yeah. So like mm-hmm. you can't put Protectorate Gleb on Hondo and use Protectorate Gleb to pass a red token you may have because you're right, not coordinating. Right. Yeah. There's some cool, there's, but, there's, but I mean, there's there's a little bit of um, also you can play along with Hondo, um, give an action to someone and then take it away with Hondo, because Hondo you can jam. You can't have two but Hondos in your you list. Can't have two Hondos. Yeah, how many Hondos oh, do you have? That is his name is Hondo. <laughs> his name is Hondo. You can't have God. two Hondos. Why not clone them? That's why this there's is... a dot. There's a big this, fat uh, dot next there... to his name. This this is peak Marcel at like late at night asking us <laughs> a question about something. Uh, yeah. How many Hondos can I bring? He's <laughs> he's just he's not restricted by a faction. Oh, love it. Now, Chilling Guy's saying there's no link action on the fire spray, and they have to do actions on the fire spray. True, but it's – so the way this is read is each ship may perform an action that is on your action bar. But that ship is still performing the action, and the way linked actions are stated is after you perform an action. So I'm pretty sure how I that's So I can see both sides of that argument um, – uh, if that's yay or nay, if there was a ship in Scum that had an auto thrusters or vector thrusters like ability, mm. that as we call them linked actions would work. 
but nested linked actions that are specific to action bars like a fang that mm. could boost link focus there's a real rules question there of whether or not right I, I i see what you're referencing because autototer says after you perform an action on your action bar and you didn't perform an action on your action bar you performed an action on hondo's action well, bar depends because if the boost is also on your action bar you're performing that well, one we had this discussion like two weeks ago on about, another yeah, rules what, what thing. were we talking about uh, uh, that same it, thing yeah it was something similar about are you performing it on there oh it's the yours? it's the bb8 uh intuitive controls yeah yeah thing yeah. all over again where this will come down BB to this, this will all come down to intent if they if the developers d literally meant like no you're just doing one on this card we'll get some type I of post that says no it's just the one i still think you'll be able to link just like just like any other coordinate all right let's we'll we'll have to see let's keep it going here i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna audible here and scroll down to volandas take it ryan volandas a single pip uh i5 tri fighter doesn't sound very droid like but it is apparently an impatient invader um so let's i want to go over the bottom text first because this is more the chassis ability kind of mm -hmm. um in the fact that it's called modified for organics uh, this ship is not affected by the standardized restriction as and period so next sentence reduce the difficulty of your speed two and three bank maneuvers and increase the difficulty of the three turn maneuvers so it's a, it's changing the dial to uh, attribute it to an organic pilot that isn't so rigid with the turns and the straights that are more blue and has the banks that are blue so the original dial had two and three banks as white and the three turn is blue. Well, now the three turn is white and the two and three banks are blue. I mean, we know three how bank blue is great. Yeah, I was going to say three bank blue is really good, but three turn blue is also really good, but you still keep the two turn blue. So it's more of a traditional interceptor style ship that has those banks available to it. Um, I, as a note, it still keeps its hard to blue as well. Yeah. So it keeps the hard to blue. Um, but the actual pilot ability, um, after you fully execute a red maneuver, you may choose an enemy ship at range one. Not zero to one, one. The chosen ship gains a strain token and you may remove a stress token. So if you just happen to do a red maneuver around an enemy at range one, you just get to dump your stress and give them a strain. And still get you still get your actions. Is, that's a pretty cool trick. Um, my guess is because this is an organic pilot, this is going to be a focus instead of your calculates. Mm -hmm. um, I've never heard of a tri fighter being able to be organic, but I guess you can hollow with that ball and turn into a, turn into a seat. I guess. Yeah. Whether we'll get more of those, I don't know. Uh, we'll find out a little bit, but farther into the future, whether or not we'll get more tri fighters that are organic, or if this is like the only one. Um, I five is good. Um, that ability is is pretty real, and your dial uh, adjusted a bit, um, more like an A wing, or it's a silencer. Ryan, uh, what do you think about a five forward uh, than a five K with the boosters oh, the still slam. attached? Get behind somebody and strain them like oh, round that two. Awesome. <laughs> 
Zoom and boom. But also, also, your opponent should see that coming like a mile away because it well, is what, a mile away. There's only is, one I mean, way they can do it. Do you know how many people play this game and don't read cards? A lot. Man, as a Ryan who reads, so many people. <laughs> so many people have to read to them every day. It's a gift and a curse. So I'm, I, I like more tries. I just, you know, the my thing is, I hope this doesn't become like the the, the only good try because it's like it's not even a droid. <laughs> <laughs> my theme, my theme. All right, Marcel, I'll give you the next throwback in the pack. Who is it, and what's a chassis? It's my boy. Tycho Selchu, uh, Initiative 5 A-Wing. It's son of Abercrombie and Finch. Nope, it's of son Alderaan. of Alderaan. <laughs> uh, while you have two or fewer stress tokens, you may perform an, you may perform actions, even while stressed. Uh, still has a vector thrusters. So basically, it's, um, it's almost the Tycho of old, the Tycho of 1.0. Tycho 1.0 Tycho had... Uh, actions while stressed to infinity, but um, it's two or fewer stress tokens, so that's that's I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, K turn focus, you can go up to three, focus link, and after having used the ability, yeah, and then after that, you gotta start clearing stress. But I mean, if you're if you're not clearing stress by getting up to three, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, you're pretending to be a defender at that point, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I'm the defender now. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I mean this is this is this is really good. Now it's it could either be really good or really mediocre. It really depends on you know with the A wings, their uh, their loadout and not just their loadout points, but the slots that they have available because they need something to improve that that two die pellet gun that they have. Well. Here's, here's a question for you, Marcel. Are you going to rock the turret with this guy? Or are you going to try to take advantage of that I-5 boost? Uh, definitely the I-5 boost. But even with the turret... Because um, you can turret, you can rotate and boost in the system phase even while stressed then. Vector thrust after you perform an action, you may perform a boost action. Yeah, you can rotate boost and then move action. Um... No, I, I still like it. I mean, at an I-5, you want to keep your options open. And then as well, you want to, again, it depends. Like, you need, you need a cannon. I mean, hopefully it has a cannon, right? I mean, even a missile is, 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 is kind of okay, but then you're, you're target locking, and a, an A-wing that's target locking is an A-wing that's probably going to die if it's getting shot. So again, it, it could it's fun, could be good, but I think it needs a cannon or some focus-based uh, way to get uh, an extra an extra attack die. Barrage rockets! Give it double! Give it double missile! Do it! Do it! <laughs> hey, you know why not? Well, I, I think in in, a, in a, I mean, I guess a rocket could work. A yeah, little I mean, bit. sloop. Focus boost uh, seems pretty awesome with this guy. Yep. I five rocket, good trick. Yep. <laughs> pew pew, you dead. Um, also, just in objectives, like any any action based objective, you have so much flexibility 
with Tycho. Specifically, thinking about Scramble. It's a great Scramble. Now you'd be sad and and um, and salvage a little bit, but most things are sad and salvage. So you're all together. It's fine. All right. So a note on that, since we're on the topic of, of scenario actions, in, yes. the, in the scenario action rules, are they do they say they're an action that's added to your action bar? No, they're not on your action bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just so for Hondo? Sure Hondo? Yes. Yeah, Hondo yes. Cannot, you cannot be handing out scenario I, I actions I think back to at some of the cards we already went through, like, wait a minute, scenarios. Wait a minute, Hondo. All right, cool. I was actually <laughs> trying to think of uh, if Hondo has a crew, you could hand out coordinates, couldn't you? Like, if, if Hondo had Gleb on him, that coordinates oh, added to your action added bar. Added to his action bar? Yeah. Yeah, any any card that Weird. gives you actions goes on the action bar. So you just Man, that is weird. That anyway <laughs> the point. It's happening all happening at I one. Yeah, because you bounce they coordinate, but guess who they're coordinating? Hondo. That's <laughs> just bad back to Hondo. Just remember that everything you're giving yourself, you're giving your opponent. <laughs> True that. I mean, they can red coordinate if they want. You want to red coordinate? Yeah, if you give them the ability to coordinate too. Maybe read. read, Okay, cool. Never mind. Let's let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. We're gonna we're going down a rabbit hole. Don't you dare bring up the Andrasta title on a (laughs) non-Iman Asmian fire spray. Andrasta title. Reload. Here we go. (laughs) All right, Will. You can take the 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 last new one here. Zay Versio. Zabercio, her father's daughter. It's an I3 T70. Uh, of course, has the weapon's hard point and says, while you defend, if the attacker is damaged, meaning they have a damage card on them, you may reroll one defense dice. So very similar to, it's a Del Miko in the TIE Fighter, if I'm not mistaken, uh, but it only works on Zay. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. Uh, I bring T70s for their offensive capabilities, uh, not really to be defending. Uh, I don't expect much from their two agility, uh, but this kind of reminds me then of like maybe like a soulless one reroll, right? That kind of that helps out Grievous sometimes when he's flying away from the battle. Yeah, I mean we've we've seen how much elusive is being taken right now. If it's not. I mean, what if Zay could take Elusive, has it on the initial engage even when stuff isn't damaged, and then has it for after? It's probably overkill, but um, as Deslin mentioned in the chat, and I, from I remember playing the Battlefront 2 uh, video game campaign, uh, Zay Versio being the daughter of Aiden Versio and Del Mico anyway. So you're right, that's yep. why it's very akin to Del Mico. It all makes sense now. As I said, would have been pretty silly if they gave her the mother's ability to. Oh, yeah, cancel attack on your T-70? Yeah. That would be awesome. Stonks up on multi-T-70 squads. Yep. What if if they had done it just for Zay, though? It's like one attack, she just goes, nah, you don't get to do that. I mean, still great, right? (laughs) Really good trick. Um, the other pilot that we have here, the, I believe they showed this one already with the ability, Tor Fun. 
direct pressure. Um, so we're not we're not going to get into that one because that one's not new. Uh, but we'll, well, you know what? I'll read the ability. I'm sure somebody's like, I didn't get to hear it yet. After you perform an attack, if the defender was destroyed, you may perform an action even while stressed. Then you may gain two strain tokens to perform a bonus attack. It is in a Fang Fighter. Don't play it. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> honestly, wow. bonus, bonus attacks. I, I'm, I'm down on most wow. Fang Fighters. The fact I mean, that you get a bonus attack is great. The question is, can you get the points that you pay for this Fang Fighter? Can you get it out of it? The Beskar or whatever they call it. That that makes them a lot more survivable than... We, we don't uh, know if this is a Mandalorian, though. We don't know if we'll be able to take Beskar. <laughs> I'm flying a fang. It's Mando only. It's, it's a pretty good guess. Probably. It's a Mandalorian, but... Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this would have to be paired up with other I-3s, or else you're never going to figure out how to destroy a, a ship. Mm. Uh, like, like in which order you had to fire. Look, if you just bring a bunch of bombs and splash damage, you'll just slightly hurt everything else, and Torfun will just go right through everyone. True, 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 true. Um, other here, here's a problem though. What if your your friendly ships accidentally kill a ship? Like, oh, I mean, I guess you kill the ship. It oh, worked no, out. Oh no, I killed the ship. <laughs> but I didn't get I to do my cool trick, man. Oh no, I paid for this ability. <laughs> at least Sloane's not around to make you sad about killing a ship, so there's like very little reason to be sad about killing a ship other than like Dead Man Switch right now. And Chewy Falcon. Mm -hmm. Is there is there any benefits in Scum for having strain tokens? Like Cutthroat could get rid of them, I guess. I don't think there's any other way to get benefits out so. of them. I know Maul Gauntlet could double coordinate by giving his lower initiative friends strain. Right. That's not helping get rid mm. of it. Hmm. Okay. People says the wiki say he's a Mando. All right. Then it's a Mando. So on the back of the box, back up here a little bit, we do get to see all the pilots that will be oh my goodness come on all the pilots that will be in the box so we'll just do a quick read down of what we haven't seen yet in rebels there is reportedly a west jansen uh ko venzi and pops crail west jansen's in that t65x wing in first edition he had a debuffing he like took a he, took a token. He would jam you. He would jam you. He basically you. jammed you. Yeah. He shot you. Yeah, he was C4. If he shot at you, you're jammed. Then uh Keo Venzi in the R1 uh R Z one A Wing. I'm not sure who's that. Who's oh wait, Keo, she's from the the Squadrons game. Oh you're right. She's, she's the A Wing Pilot Squadrons. Yeah. Yes. Alright. She's probably gonna do some uh, she might probably, probably get some maneuvering ability. She did some crazy stuff in that, in that uh, game. Then Pops Crail in the BTLA4 Y-Wing. Is that another? I thought we had Pops as a quick build. I thought Pops might have been a quick build. Yeah, in this, in this uh, hold on. If I'm not mistaken, which would have made him, obviously, a trench run. Gold squad from y That sounds right. Quickly going through the rebel 
Luke Wedge Biggs Garbage Jack. Pops, yeah, Pops is current is is going to come out first as a standardized loadout Y wing, and eventually in this pack is going to be a regular. So we do have confirmed first case already of a pilot that's being released as standardized first, and then eventually being released again as the customized. So that could a be for all those. Who, a lot of people who were very concerned about having certain pilots only being available to standardized loadout, that could still be the case, but there's proven now that it might not all the time. They're at least willing. They're at least willing yes. to it. So those Sigma interceptors and stuff like that we might have a chance to get, in, get them in another way. All right. Uh, in the Empire, we had a new tie heavy flight leader, Ubel. They're still not brave enough to give me a Han Solo. Give me a Han Solo and a tie heavy. Just do it. Make him Imperial. It's all right. The I Rebel players will cry. Group. Let's go. <laughs> um, we're also going to get the second sister in a tie interceptor. Okay. All right. Interceptor with force. Let's go. <laughs> she, she's from Fallen Order. For anyone who hasn't played the game, you should play the game. Yeah, there you go. Interceptor goes zoom, and also I have the force. Uh, Magna Tolvin in the TIE LN fighter. I'm not sure. Magna, where's that Where's that from, boys? I know where the next one from. Erica Quell is from Alphabet Squadron. Before, like, the Alphabet Squadron books. Spoiler. She, play, she was in the Empire first, and somehow ends up fighting with the rebels i won't tell you it was a great it's a great book series you should definitely read it um but yeah magna tolvin i'm not sure uh, audience she, she comes Mag from magna seems to be a comic character yeah she comes from the dr afra comics ah. both the 2016 and the 2020 runs oh as a flashback mm, okay mm. okay Ooh. i'm maybe referencing the early ones uh, so yeah, must be a uh, rival ally of. Uh, it says Tolvin tells Afro she loves and hates her. Ooh, okay. So yeah, maybe like a rival to Afro then in the Empire. All right, Will. What's what's what haven't we seen yet from the Resistance? What haven't we seen? Yeah. So from from the list. Spoiled stuff. Oh uh, well, we saw the. Uh, we saw the Poe. We did not see Lando. Uh, we saw Zay. Uh, this is uh, that's Lando and the Falcon, obviously. Uh, I believe that's from the, uh, the the last movie, right? He comes in on the Falcon. Yep, in the yep. final big battle. That's right. He, uh, yeah, him and uh, him and spoiler for that movie that I'm sure you <laughs> care about. Uh, but yeah, him and Chewie go out and find uh, help uh, for the final battle. Uh, then Vincent Doza. I don't think we've. I think seen... it's Vanessa. Vanessa Doza. Oh, I haven't zoomed in far enough. Apparently, that is from the uh, Resistance TV show. Yep. Uh, and then Taka Jamborisa. Jam Orisa. No, Jam Taka Jamboree. Let's go having Jam a party. Yeah. That's in the resistance transport. Uh yeah, that's uh that's gonna be interesting. That ship does need new pilots. Uh uh Sega C and just Covenel out there. Um 
So that will be weird. Won't show like a coordinate ability. Uh, what do we know about Taka? Uh, while we're looking up Taka, Vanessa Doza was the mother. Uh, or is the mother of one of the the racers, the the racer Tora. who, uh, yes, Tora, the one who who drove the blue, the blue car, spaceship. It does look like a car, yes. I need it. I, I still want. I still wanted an X. I want that blue car she, as well. She was apparently supposed to be Vanessa was a very experienced pilot. Like she could be. I, I would say at least I five. She might be another I six. Ooh, I six. People, people would drool over another I six. But I'm, I'm going to say they're going to reserve it. They're going to reserve the I six level for Poe only, and probably stick her in I five. Or she'll have a mm. really, really good ability be I four or three. Who knows? All righty, Marcel. What uh, do we so, have? Oh, oh, sorry, I, I found, we got I Taka. Taka. Taka is a non-binary. Uh, character, uh, this would be an appearance from Last Shot, uh, which is an audio book. Have you heard that one? Last Shot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, I this can't was, tell you about uh, She was an aspiring, or they, excuse me, they were an aspiring scoundrel about two years after the Battle of Jakku. Uh, they were in a, a crew with Han Solo and Lando Calrissian trying to thwart Friesen Gore's plot to take over the galaxy using the Phalex Redux transmitter. What is this audiobook about? Oh uh, yeah, last shot. <laughs> I that, that's this one right here. I I did read it. This is on my on my list. Oh, read. so this is actually a canon because like what you it just is. said, Will sounds very legends. <laughs> oh no, this, did, this was a good lessons, one, and I did not know where it was going to end up. I'll this this was you. a good one. It is it is definitely a like adventure of the week type of book. Like it ends up with zero consequences in the end, but it's a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently they were a fan of the musical group Snodgrass and the Mogwars. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, man, uh, pff, uh, that's your your next GSP shirt. I'm sure it's going to be Snodgrass and the Mogwars. I think it shirt. has to be now. <laughs> uh, we're going to find out more about them uh, for sure. All right, what about in Scum? What what are some pilots that are coming up that haven't been been that we haven't seen their cards yet, Marcel? Well, I don't know which ones we've seen other than Hondo and the bottom three, or because the bottom we three. just talked about them today. Yeah. Uh, so we got Dirge. Actually, let me look at the other one because it comes Dirge. out really. Yeah, it says Dirge in the Rogue class. Uh, have no idea who that is. Uh, Doctor Afra in the YV six six six. That no. one I'm super excited about because it's a YV, and it's just you guys just said that Doctor Afra is a. Uh, it's a comic book, I guess, from 2016 and 2020. Yeah, like, and, but but she's got go her own ship. I'm glad. I'm I'm cool. glad that she's showing up in the YV666. Oh, Doctor Afra. But I will not. I will not be satisfied without the Archangel. I have not been satisfied. AMG. Just letting I, you know. Who's Doctor Afra? I mean, I I, I I was thinking it was a. Dude, no, no she, she is uh, a, a a imperial spy. She uh, works for Darth Vader with uh, BT One and Triple Zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah, BT One and Triple Zero. Those are her droids. Ooh, yep. Nice. So ability He's something to the... do with stress then. 
Actually, if any, so she's she's a correct me if I'm wrong, Dion. She's a very uh, not, I don't I don't know if she's renowned, but she's very smart. She's a scientist. Yep. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if her ability actually synergizes with crew she takes that are droid based or whatever, or that any crew that gives her calculate she has additional bonuses because of that. She's not going to be a high initiative, I think, but she could have some wacky ability. Um, she's probably become the most popular original comic book character in Star Wars. Would you say so, that, say, say that Dion? Yeah, because she's, yeah. she, so she became popular after she showed up in the Darth Vader series. Let's see, do I have that one here? No, that's on my other shelf. Um, so she's known for releasing triple zero and bt1 without her they don't exist in the star wars world like basically spoilers uh their consciousness were like basically like uh just computer modules that were locked away because scientists were like yeah this was a bad idea we shouldn't have done this we created murder droids and then she um liberated them with restrictions because triple zero is constantly like i wish i could murder you but you disabled my murdering you circuits essentially is where he's at uh but yeah afra afra's become really popular um because of she's going on adventures in different parts of the star wars universe that we're all familiar with as well as being uh a very diverse character um she's She's Asian, she's gay, and, you know, she is just all around just being just a really cool person overall. So when you showed the picture, I, I'd seen that before. I saw it in the YouTube video. I think, you know, there's those YouTube creators that make, like, um, like did you know type content. Yeah. And it was something like, you know, who are the humans that or the non-force users that Darth Vader respected? And I think it was one of that one and they said like she's one of the uh non-force users that Darth Vader genuinely respected. Yep. Is is what I remember that the episode that I saw her in. Uh but again, I think it's going to be something stress related if you're talking triple zero and VT1 and that's what you're saying, some stress ability. Uh maybe uh, what is it called? The one that hands out stress. I forgot. <laughs> uh, Asage. Something that's Asage-like. And then you have uh, Lubin Chewy in the TIE Fighter. Modified TIE Fighter. Lappin. Lappin is the, the name that's listed there. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we have we no idea. It's probably one. just another another mining guild lackey, maybe. So, Dion, did you get an image for Dirge up? Dirge, no, had not. That was my, my, so my Dirge, next one. Uh, for anyone leading up to the release of episode three, uh, before they ever had the 3D Clone Wars series, they had the 2D Clone Wars series. And Dirge was first introduced in that he fought Obi-Wan, and he's like this... He's basically just a mass of like worm-like creatures that just formed into this body or he's just a bunch of massive muscle that he can control and regenerate. Um, if it wasn't for how cool Grievous ended up in that TV show, this guy probably would have been, like, the star villain. He's, he's like, Bounty there Hunter-esque. There's the worms. Yeah, like, he just... 
He's very difficult to kill. I I think they even hint the fact that even when they defeated him, he didn't die. All right. I looked up uh, Lapin. Lapin's uh, from Dr. Afra Comics as well. Uh, this was, uh, looks like the, they worked with her uh, against the, or on the Acquisitioner. Is that the name of the, must be some Star Destroyer? That's what that sounds like. I don't, I'm, I don't remember. I don't uh they uh they had worked with dominia does that ring any bells no? yep i don't know but there's a picture we got a picture of them there it is lapping <laughs> all right let's keep it going here we're looking at uh at the separatists now uh, taking a quick peek, uh, what else? What, what in Separatists haven't we seen yet, Ryan? Uh, so Dirge is going to be dual faction. There's a Dirge Separatist and there's a Dirge uh, Scum for the Rogue class Starfighter. And then there's two new types of Vulture Droids. There's a single pip Vulture Droid called the Iron Assembler. Apparently it comes from a Star Wars video game. I don't know. I don't recall which one, but someone mentioned it earlier today in the chat. Um, and then there's the Kelrado AI holdout, and there's three copies of them, so I'm assuming that is a three-pip vulture. So that's why that if people if people started counting, there are uh, 35 new pilots, but it says there's 38 ship cards because there's multiples of the droid here. So, two new types of Ultra Droids, one single pip, one three pip, and then Dirge. Besides, oh yeah, I skipped over a, a, another fire spray. We have the <laughs> first emergence of Aura Singh in X-Wing. A bounty hunter, uh, very much as it specializes or really enjoys hunting Jedi or Force sensitives. Mm-hmm. Someone mentioned her backstory. She actually used to. Be... She she did leave the Jedi Order to take up bounty hunting, so yeah. she is force sensitive. So, may have a Tapusk like effect, or just very anti force charge in some capacity, or might have a single force charge herself. Who knows? Um, she's a hunter, and she hunts force sensitives. I think the most, or is that's what she's doing. She hates him. Uh, yeah, she helped Boba Fett uh, hunt down Mace Windu. Or tried. Tried to uh, help Boba Fett. Uh, but yeah, seemed to have been in that whole uh, Clone Wars bounty hunter gang with uh, uh, Django. Uh, oh, shoot, what was the other one? Cad Bane. That was the other one. And uh, of course, Hondo Anaka. But who didn't work with Hondo in the Clone Wars? True. In the first order, uh, let's see, Lieutenant Lieutenant Gallic is a Thai FO that we haven't seen yet. I believe we saw Joel Jergerod early, but it had a lackluster ability, so I've forgotten it. You guys uh, well, remember it was boost, Boosty something? Let me take a look. Yeah, it's uh, something that people like your prime thrusters for. 
Yeah, it was uh, after you perform a boost action, you may spend one of your three non-recurring charges to remove one non-lock red or orange token. Uh, so it can actually use boost as their action, I guess. Uh, but if... Uh, uh, but I'm not really sure because it's not lock. I don't know. I guess you could remove a jam off yourself or something. Remove a reload. Or the disarm, uh, right? Yeah, but you have to do a boost action. So I don't know what. I don't. Uh, this is what has everybody's head scratching. It's like, what non lock red token would you have? Uh, I mean, you could end up token. with a strain or a deplete from something else. Uh, sure. Okay. Effect. Yeah. Yeah, so you shoot at a notorious person, then in the system phase you boost and remove your string. Yeah. Um, Hondo yeah. out there trying to jam you, you know? Jam. Maybe. Maybe. Um, we have a DT798 in the TIE FO. We have uh, him as a upgrade card already. It's also from Star Wars Resistance. This is one of the other um, Colossus defectors. Though he was oh, he was he was always kind of like the mean the mean boy on the station. So he's extra grumpy in the tie FO. We'll see if he ends up doing anything. Uh, and the other one is Lynn Gava or Gava. G double A V A. I don't know that pilot off of the top of my head. Let's just do some quick Googling and see if While you're we... Googling that, uh, Lieutenant Gaelic is also from Resistance TV show. Uh, she was the instructor to the flight group that Tam and Rucklin were a part of. So she may have a uh, instructor-like ability. Mm-hmm. But she was also very aggressive, so it might be another like Malrus effect where it's like you get um, you do your job better, do better recruits, and then I think that it. I think this is her right here. Yeah, that's her. Gaelic. And then this is right here. This is Lynn Gava. She ends up defecting. Oh, one of Ruckland's friends. Yeah, yeah. Okay. ends up defecting as well. Defected. They never. I, I don't think they ever actually showed that in the TV show. Like you're my friend. We're gonna go be bad together, from a point, certain point of view. All right, and then last but not least, Will, what are our final uh, Republic standouts that we haven't got to learn about yet? Okay, so we talked about uh, Adi in uh, both the seven and seven B. Talked about Sicko and Kit Fisto. So what remains is a clone named Slammer in the V19 Torrent. Uh, let's take a look at the old Slammer. I mean, do you think it, his ability allows him to slam? <laughs> I mean, boost uh, and what, slip? Uh, no, it's drift, isn't it? Slider. Oh, slider, yeah, slider. Uh, I mean, it, they don't seem to be uh, the most creative clones, you know? Uh, as far as nicknames goes, um, let's see here. His call sign was Blue Three. Uh, he served on the Ryloth under the command of uh, Sogatano, uh, and they went through a blockade together. Hmm. Uh, Slammer several they killed a Vulture droid. No, not not getting a lot from there. But 
he is in the Torrent, uh, which are, I think, un underrated right now, especially with, or not underrated, but underutilized yeah with v-wings sure. and uh, z95s just coming out as well there the space that they had is uh crowded uh with uh y-wings as well kind of filling that munitions tanky uh line troop right mm -hmm. so uh could be uh something that helps their offense like he's uh slamming into people with his guns go fast see what happens all right, well, that has been the spoilers uh, that we have so far for the Hot Shots and Aces 2. Hot Shots and Aces 2. They like the name so much. They're like, let's just go with number two. That means that they're just going to keep it going. Three, four, five. Do they eventually – is it is it Roman numerals? That's the question, right? I mean, they, 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 put, they didn't put a number two, right? They put two lines. Right? Is it just two lines? How do they how they do it? I gotta go look now. That's Modi. Yeah, two lines. All right, cool. Doing Roman, Roman numerals. They got plenty of space. Then you just keep it going. Keep keep it going. Make Super Bowl it. Up 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 up. <laughs> gotta love it. All right, so. The last thing I want to hit real quick, this last weekend, I was at Crate Cup and want to say thank you to everybody who was there, who hung out, said hello, um, and uh, say congratulations to the White Walkers team. Uh, they were the ones that won. They are the reigning champions. I think this is their third win in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Mind you, there was a few years between the last one and this one. <laughs> For no reason, I promise. Um, but but uh, what I wanted to take a second and do is talk about how um, – so we know the uh, – by now we've talked about XCC and list pairing process. It was a very similar. It's like you know one, one team puts two down. You pair against it. You have two left. You pair against it, and whatever's left over happens. Uh, but I wanted to talk about what they did for scenarios because what happened in this team event was that the scenarios were not the same for every single person who was playing out there. So what they did, they had a deck of four, of the four scenarios, and whoever was team B, so the team that didn't set out a uh, uh their first um their first list basically got to they got they randomized selected the um the or looked at the scenario that randomly got selected from the deck look at the three matchups they had and then set that matchup down on the pairing that they want the other side did the same thing with a randomized card it goes back to the first team they look at the two that were left and then select the last one it was really interesting and it got it got me thinking a little bit about final tables uh, thinking a little bit about final tables what would you guys think about some not necessarily that system because it's just it's, just, it's one game so it has to be a little bit different but about some type of decision making around the scenario, at least when it came to a final. I'd like to know your guys' thoughts. I think it's always been a good idea to do that, um, especially in the final, uh, because you have each list definitely has like this is my worst. I, you know, uh, most of them probably be salvage, but some of them might be something different. 
Mm-hmm. Um, for example, if you're playing uh, three ship on three ship lists, you know that's your final. But one of those three ships, catch fine. One of those three ship lists is three fatties, and then the other one is three small base ships or two small base and, and large ones. The the area control is a definite disadvantage. So, I think it would make sense for each player to ban or to remove mm-hmm. an option and then you, you end up with two and then you randomize one of those two but you know well, so it's it's like a like a veto like i i, I don't want to play salvage and the other mm-hmm. one i don't want to play chance engagement and then you you end up with something randomized in the middle will thoughts not uh, that's the exact system is uh is essentially the a uh what you call it, ban veto mm-hmm. uh the veto system uh would make the most sense unless there was unless we get five scenarios at some point so they could take two turns each to get down to a single scenario mm-hmm. uh still though i think that would be uh the way to go because like you said like i'm three small bases for some reason i'm three small bases and i'm facing uh you know seven tie fighters and a reaper I'm like, well, let's not do assault, anything but assault, please, right? Like, um, so that it does make sense. I mean, is there is there any other way, Brian? You think that you could divide that up, give the players a little bit of choice? No, I honestly, that's the first one that came to mind was the each player gets the chance to veto, and then you flip a coin on the fifty-fifty left over. Um, so he- my so my my one devil's advocate concern with anything related to having players have control over what the scenario is is you'll start to potentially see depending on the meta and I'm not saying this is going to happen but it could is you could see finals only having or at least have a much higher percentage of certain scenarios occurring in the final because so many people will veto a a certain type or a couple types of scenarios Mm -hmm. because of depending on the prevalency of what's played will then overshadow or overtake um what is ob- what they obviously don't want to have so they'll veto those out or consistently so where a lot of people don't want to see salvage for whatever reason that they may have whether it is less ships whether it is because most of their ships are maneuverable whether it's just they just don't like salvage that just seems to be the trend right now is we played a lot salvage. of salvage this weekend oh sure half of our games on stream were salvage we had a great time yeah it's still it's fun times um but if you start allowing vetoing to occur, it's always a slippery slope once you put any power into the player's hands to affect the game structure. Mm-hmm. What in the playing. final, it's I, I think it's different in the final uh, because you still, you know, you still have no choice in. No, you definitely have a choice if you have a say in what's not allowed to be used. No, what I'm saying well, is, is you still have no choice as you get to the final, like to go through Swiss. You still you have to have gotten to the final to even have a chance to consider it. So is it smart Dion, to build for the final? Dion, let me ask you this. Yeah. Remember when we went down to two hours to study five minutes to make it just like everything else? Yeah. What makes this final so different then? 
I'm just I, saying. Yeah, if, I, I, I'm if, just. If, 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 if you, if you, if you want to, if you want that consistency, right? There's that side right. of the coin. Too, yeah. Is we just went through making a change. You did specifically. You're like, I'm tired of these two-hour finals. These are stupid. Like a lot of people didn't even think they should have existed in the first place because, like, now it changes the game and how people could play it, and they adjusted and played their matches differently because they had that extra time. Mm-hmm. So now. Let's just make it just like everything else. You earned your way up here this way. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, I think the difference is that there are, and, and it happened before with the two-hour finals and the 75-minute finals, but there's, there, especially with four scenarios and then being like a 25% chance of which one you get, there are very clear and distinct uh, advantage and advantages and disadvantages. And then, um, you know, it's it's similar to... Uh, something that the game purposely tried to get away from, which is rolling for initiative. So you're rolling for initiative at, you know, you have two initiative six lists and you're rolling for initiative. And at the beginning of the dice roll, at the beginning of the game, you say, okay, I'm moving second the entire game. I am at a clear advantage and you're, you're making that final, you're making the weight of that final you're putting a lot of weight of that final on that initial dice roll. So that basically it's, just, you know, randomizing the deck of the four possible scenarios. If you have a scenario that is highly advantageous to one and highly disadvantageous to the other, you're essentially putting a lot of weight into the initial pulling of the, you know, into the initial dice roll. Like a lot of the weight of who wins will be based on who what scenario gets pulled now whereas there's if you leave some some random chance of you know we're, i'm gonna ban one i'm gonna ban one like i know i'm really bad at this i know i'm really bad at this there's still two there's still some chance in well, there and there's hold, still some randomness in there hold hold on one second because mm. this is how i would do it if i am because I, I would tell you I haven't released the rules for uh, Exegol yet, but I think it should be a blind veto because that enters a situation where you could end up with three possibilities at the end if both players ban the same one. So it's still randomized, but I think I, I'm understanding where you're, what you're saying, Marcel. It's 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 about kind of evening the curve, trying to avoid the spike in 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 the possibilities, and maybe making it a better a better fight at the end. It, making it more based on the choices that the players make on the mat versus the initial dice roll. So for initiative, again on the flip side. If we're doing it the final, why are we doing it everywhere, everywhere else? Why Why is the final need to, like, what, what makes every other elimination bracket match that much less special? I mean, I grant it, the final's the final. Right. But some people may have gone over the hump and had to do that uphill battle True. in one of the previous ones. They didn't get that yeah. luxury. I think the difference is management. Like, you have to administer and if you're doing that for you know eight matches or, or it does six add a matches, lot it does add a lot of time it, yeah, it, yeah it's, it's administrative it's uh administrative burden that gets added where the final is just okay two guys uh and 
and that's you know like you earn the right to get to this point it, it might be feasible it might be feasible in the cut that that not in swiss i don't th i think in swiss no you randomize it you have to have played everything all right you have to have played anything yeah i could i could so it, uh, i guess it, in the difficulty of doing it in the cut is yeah. your judges are going to have to manage multiple different scenarios potentially true. going on in yeah, all true. these games too so Dion, on average for mm -hmm. your qualifiers how deep has the cut been has it always been 16 is there sometimes only been eight like uh there's we've we we're usually around 16 16 8 4 final right right so that's four so by that point in most cases you will have done your four again mm -hmm. depends on the order so there's a chance i think i uh, haven't we been doing because five rounds of swiss and then three elimination i think we go through every scenario twice and then the and the, the, the final rounds is the has, finals is fully random, right? That's how we've been doing it. Basically, guaranteeing that the like fudging the math wherever we've had to to make sure that the the final is randomized. All all are available. Yeah. Okay, that's what I wanted to say. Is like mm -hmm. you want to get to a point where you're not because on the reverse side. So if you did if if you didn't include the Swiss, um. Uh, scenario in that figuring out of what needs to go next mm -hmm. um, if you were in the cut say you had multi days right mm -hmm. like you have a day one a day one a day one b or whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> so now you can't really base it off that too much because you have to kind of start fresh because you have your day one a and b might have ended differently different scenarios right so if you have to start and you're at a top 16 you do your four you do your three and then you're at the finals so someone might be able to take a higher advantage than the other player because they just went through a matchup that was a favorable objective, maybe not their most favorable, and then they might get to do it again as well. So I mean, it's there There are ebbs and flows where this can go a positive thing and mm -hmm. negative. Cool. All right, yeah, there's, there's some food for thought. I mean, I have a decision to make here in the next week or so, so I should probably make that. But something something to think about uh and again Finals droid ball come on Dion. Then, let's go let's, let's go, go droid ball no that'll be scenario. that'll be the um uh that'll be the all-star game where i bring in all the like mm. top oh, four I'll, competitors from all of them i, I understand to... Dion. it won't be droid ball right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again, thank you to everybody who came and hang, hung out at Crate Cup. Um, it was a good time. If you uh, have a Twitch subscription, you can watch it now. Uh, and if not, it'll be up on YouTube here uh, when it gets to it because we got a lot of stuff coming out on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, that's our show for today. It was a good – I, I would tell you I was very happy to open up my phone after working on some stuff and be like – New cards, I'm like yes, I, I I was I was kind of hoping for some new content. Like I I wanted some new stuff to talk about because uh, who doesn't like new cards, new stuff? Now AMG, I need a new ship. I got three card three card packs. I'll take it. Give me a ship. We know it's around the corner. Probably, hopefully, maybe. That's it for tonight, everybody. Be smart and be safe. Gold Squadron out.